This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number three already. And, uh... I'm Captain Mickey Eastman, producing the outdoor show this morning is Jace, and it is 6.03 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's go to Robert Cervello down in Port Isabel, see what he's up to this morning. Robert, good morning. How are you, man? Oh, good. What's up, Mick? Not a lot, brother. How you doing? All right. Trying to get out there, get a couple hours before the wind starts blowing. Yeah, living the dream, huh, brother? Yeah, heat and wind. <laughs> I can, I can work around the heat a little bit, but the wind this time of year is a different story. I've had good days of bad days. Oh, hair yeah. dryer fishing, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's, you know, normally we're catching a bunch of trout this time of year, but yeah, can't get the right conditions. Nope. Sure can't. Yeah, redfish been, red been saving me a little bit. Good. So, yeah, it looks like we got a little light breeze this morning, finally. Ain't blowing right off the bat. Yeah, it's a lot louder up here this morning too than it has been been, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm watching some trout bust some bait under a light over here in the channel. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm yeah, looking just... at all the inshore stuff. Uh looks like anywhere from southwest eight to eleven, six to nine, seven to nine, so that's that's doable, yeah. but it's still southwest. Like, is it there? I don't know. Where yeah. it, it, it's not much here for me to tell right now. But um, Yesterday, there was like the most boats I've seen out there. Ron Hoover Marine was sponsoring some tournament, and there was I heard it was 300-and-something boats in it. They oh, were going Lord. everywhere yesterday. Man. Well, that's sure what Lynn was just telling me. Port O'Connor was the same way yesterday. Boats like crazy. Yeah. That's the first time I've seen that many boats out this year, right. tournament-wise, anyway. Way down That's there. Almost, almost as big as a shallow sport tournament. Yeah, you're pretty light down there this morning at Brownsville there on the on the ship channel. It uh, looks like it's southwest, it's kind of south-southwest at about 6. And then at uh, the South Padre Island Park there, it's uh, 8. So that's not bad. Mm -hmm. That's doable. Yeah, I should be able to stay on the edge of the channel a little bit. It's a little up towards uh, Mansfield and everything. It's about 13 to 14, but not not too bad, man. 
Yeah, well, fixing to motor out and see what I can do for these guys. Well, you got a good like crew to today? To uh, got uh, <laughs> a guy and their, his wife and two kids. Oh, okay. Tourist trip. Yeah, I like they're from Houston. Oh, okay. Cool. That'll work. That's about it, Mick. That's what I got. Heat and wind. Heat and wind. Yeah. Caught a big trout lately? Mm, no, not really. Just hadn't had the conditions, you know, or the clientele, but. Right. You never know. Y'all's, uh, overall, looking at, you know, what you've been catching all year, what what's the majority of size of the fish you have as far as trout go this year? What are you mostly seeing? 15 to under 16. Yeah, just below the. I mean, limit. under under 17, a lot of 16, 16 and a half. Right. 15, 15 and a half. Year to year and a half old fish. But hopefully that um, petition will do something. I doubt it, but those guys kind of got deaf ears, you know. Well, it it may, uh, you know, get enough how signatures many, and might get enough pull. How many signatures they got so far? Man, I hadn't checked it lately, but I think we're, we were getting close to 2,000 already. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people are, you know, if they if they do go back to five, just cut it off and just make it uh, 15 to 20 inches. Nothing below or nothing above or even uh, – if they want to go with three, do it 15 to 20 inches and uh, one trout tag, like a, you know, bull red tag for somebody to catch a trophy and mount it, you know? Yeah. We'll see. It's just, you know, every, you know, a lot of the people that know and fish a lot and I mean, they're, uh, they're wanting to be, you know, people that, that are looking for table fare to have the small fish to keep and, and for table fare, but, they want to. They want the trophy fishery to come back like it was. You know, try to build it again. And uh, yeah. well, I know you. You know me. That's. I mean, we go out and chunk. We, that's what we're fishing for. We want. We're looking for a dirty thirty. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it ever be the way it used to be, but. No, I probably maybe. won't. But uh, you know, there's 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 always a chance that we can get it halfway back anyway yeah where you Anybody at least has. got a good shot at one or two a day you know fishing for them yeah you've been uh, running them trout a long time robert <laughs> yeah yeah true you have that's true. we all have and it's uh yourself yeah it just uh it just, there's nothing better than catching a giant speckled trout on light tackle. There's just, I've yeah. done it all. And it's just. Top water preferably. Yes. That's what, that's, all, that's what all my big ones came on in turn. Yeah. And, uh, you know, other baits that we like to throw, but, uh, hey, I'll take them on anything. I'll, it's hard to beat a 30 inch trout on a corky too. <laughs> True. Yeah. In the fall and the winter. Yep. Yep. That old big thump you get and, but there's there's something about a top water and you see a big old 
30-inch gorilla roll up on one and start smoking yeah. drag, that's, that's hard to beat. It really is. True. Right before your eyes, see the whole fish yeah. come out of the water. Most most people never see a 30-inch trout. No. You fish enough, you will. Yeah. Yeah, I got these folks waiting on me. All I'm right, to get buddy. Out well, it starts blowing. I appreciate you taking the call this morning, Robert. And if okay. uh, somebody wants to call you about coming down and fishing with you, coming down to Port Isabel, how do they get hold of everybody? Uh, 956-433-1389. You the man. All right, Robert, have a good day out there. Good luck to right. you, buddy. Thanks, Mickey. See you. All right. All right, that's Captain Robert Savillo down in Port Isabel, and uh, we're going to open the phone lines up. If you care to give us a call, we'd love to talk about it. And uh, if you got a, any opinions on the, on the uh, petition or anything like that, or you got any – you're a big problem solver, and you know what it'd take to make a better fishery for everybody on the trout. Hey, we'd love to hear your input. It is Open Line Sunday right now, 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. And uh, if you want to send a text or ask a question or anything like that, feel free to do that. It's real easy, 713-480-67. One three, give me a text and uh, I shall reply. But uh, again, that's seven one three four eight zero six seven one three. And uh, phone lines again, they are open for the remainder of the show. And that's seven one three five seven two four six ten. That's seven one three five seven two four six one zero. And Going to the break, we need to talk about the Belleville Meat Market. You know, folks, if you've never been to the Belleville Meat Market, you need to pull in and check it out. They're short drive from Sealy off I-10 or Hempstead off 290. Go downtown, look for the big white sign, and uh, you're right there. Their processing facility and meat market are right next door to one another. And this week, they're double featuring their double black pepper pecan smoked sausage and their cheddar cheese pecan smoked sausage. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available there in the store. And on special, fresh fryers, $1.59 a pound when you buy three or more. That's whole uncut fryers. And they're now serving homemade hot dogs and pulled pork in their barbecue section. Hot dogs are available in original and cheddar. And custom processing on pigs and calves, they do that all year long. You can order a half calf or a hind quarter. You can have it processed any way you like in their wild game processing facility. They make the Vinny dogs and the hog dogs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. And that way you can bring something home from your hunt. The entire family can enjoy all year long. And the Belleville celebrating over 41 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market where meat is our middle name. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, Celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 617 here in the Bayou City with open lines, the remainder of the show. I just had a text. A listener wanted to know what, uh, you know, what kind of line cutter to use for uh, cutting braided line. What's the best? I use these uh, deals. I can buy them at Academy. They're not too expensive. They're about 12, 13 bucks. And they're little snippers. They come with a ring on them that has an extended line out, like if you want to hook it to something where you don't lose it. But uh, they're called uh, boomer. It's a boomerang tool, and uh, it snips braided line real good. And then line cutters, that company that has the, you know, you can have like a ring, or they got other cutters that uh, work pretty well too. And uh, those Danco pliers I use, uh, they have a line cutter on there, and it snips braid real good. So it just, you know, whatever's easiest for you, whether you're wading or fishing out of the boat, I just hang them up my boat and customers can use them. Or if I'm wading, I'll have them on, you know, clipped in my shirt pocket or whatever. No big deal. But uh, those work good for me. They hold up good in the salt water and everything. They don't get all corroded up. It's called a boomerang tool. All right. Let's go to Rick Bass. He's first up this morning. Rick, good morning. You're on the outdoor show. What's up? (laughs) Good morning. Well, What's happening? you want to talk fishing, you want to talk feral hogs. Well, it's, uh, take your pick, Mickey. I'll, I'll rather talk fishing. Really? I mean, I'm not <laughs> much of them old nasty hogs. They're a menace. Okay. Kill them all. Uh, Kill them all. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> take them to Belleville uh, and have some Benny dogs made out of them or actually hog no dogs. Yeah. Hey, um, Ooh, there's a coyote, about 50 feet. Um, ah, took me off track here. My, my son was fishing in that running gun tournament. Um, uh, it, it's a bay fishing tournament of some kind, I don't know. Right. And uh, he was, I think he started Friday anyway. He called me at noon. He said, man, I'm, I'm rolling. and I don't have to be back here till 3 o'clock. And uh, he's got a guy, I don't know who, but he said he had a three, a four, and a five already. But my daughter-in-law had a wreck in her car, so he had to jump and come on home so that he didn't get to finish. Anyways, he left this morning. He's in that Lone Star Offshore Tournament. Oh, yeah, that's going to happen this next weekend, yeah. 
Yeah, it it's in uh, I think it's out of Fort O'Connor, and uh, he's a big sponsor of it. His, his company is he kind of runs it, and um, so if it ain't starting today or tomorrow, then he's getting ready because they have a really big spread up there for it. Right. And uh, but I know he's going to go out a couple of times. They go several hundred miles. But I, my question is, you know, I hear, you know, Captain Plock and his son, I believe his son, his name's Cameron. They go out all the time. I was just curious. I know that, you know, uh, in, in the bay system, you know, we've got our game fish, trout, redfish, et cetera, et cetera, and we got limits. What about offshore fish, the blues, white marlins, the sailfish, the swordfish, and all these big five, six, eight hundred pounders that he catches every year? You know, what is there a limit on those things when they're in international water? Man, I don't know what the deal is on Marlin. Nobody ever really keeps them unless it's tournament and you're going to kill a big one to bring in for weigh-in. It depends on the tournament. You know, a lot of them do the, uh, as long as you uh, leader them, get them to the boat, they count as a catch, and they just do the points thing. I would uh, right. have to have somebody more familiar with that and how that works. I mean, that's kind of a, <laughs> a lot of people don't like like to kill billfish. I mean, that's just kind yeah, of... Yeah, I know he's brought some in before, but I didn't well, know... Well, yeah, if it's a record, yeah, you, you're going to kill it and bring it in, like the one they caught three or four years ago, that 972 or whatever it was. That's That mm -hmm. was a state record. Yeah, you uh, you put the hook in that one. <laughs> bring him in. Yeah. But in some tournaments, you, you bring them in, and uh, other tournaments, they just count them as points. So no matter how big they are, it's just a point system? Well, they have a minimum length on it, and don't ask me what it is because I don't know. Okay. You're you're getting out of my pay grade on that stuff. <laughs> well, I was curious how that, you know, how how that worked. I'm, I'm assuming there's videos and pictures, you know, that they have to have proof and all that sort of stuff that they would yeah. bring in. But I didn't know, you know, uh, I know – from what I do know, which is not a lot, you know, fresh, not freshwater, but inshore fishing, you know, it's, you know, poundage weight. And uh, most, most of the time, I think. And, uh, well, that's the way it is in those when they hang them up. It's, it's all about the weight. Yeah. And they'll have a, they'll have a minimum, minimum length, you know, that you can keep. And uh, you got to be over that. And if you think you got one that uh, that's probably gonna take the money, put a hook in him, throw him in a boat, and bring him in, hang him up, weigh him. Big money. Dang. Yeah, I've never really asked him how that works, but I know he's leaving this morning, so yeah. I guess they're getting ready. Yeah, they'll know. be getting ready. Got that's, about four that's, down there. Yeah, that's his upcoming weekend in Port O'Connor. Hmm. Okay. All right, Mickey. Well, hey, thank you for your time. Have a good day. Right, I'm going to find me some shade, and uh, I ain't going too far. All right, buddy. Take care. See you, Rick. All right. See you. All right. All right, next up, as usual, Guitar Dave. You missed the first deal this morning, Dave. What's up with you? What you got for me? Uh, yep. I'm, I'm drag line today. <laughs> I'm not drag line. 
hey, uh, did you see that escape from Liberty County? And then they went to Baytown and got the hound dogs. I saw it on the news yesterday morning. I believe it was yesterday morning. And they and uh, the police officer said that they were uh, they were uh, baying at him and everything, and he knew they was on the scent, so he just come out and gave himself up. Ain't nothing like a hound dog. You know? I, I didn't see nothing on that. I didn't. That's yeah, all free yeah, to me. Well, I'm just saying. But it, it surprised me. The dude escaped from Liberty County, and within two and a half hours, them hound dogs is going to pound him. Sure. You know? yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, you know, that's 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 what happens. They got a you know, nose. And, and, uh, just like a Labrador <laughs> retriever, those dogs have some superior smell ability. Well, you and it ain't it, it ain't nothing like a good trained hunting dog, you know, and uh and to get the smell and and uh my dad used to uh, we had uh border collies and my dad's would send me and my and my three brothers out there and he would tell that mama dog uh pamper was her name uh, go get David and she would go find me and then he would tell her go get Philip and he would go get she would go get Philip I mean that's that that that's how I learned how to. My dad taught us a lot of stuff, so that's you know I just wanted to tell you that on that, and I thought I was proud of that, and I'm glad that I got my dogs, you know, and they work with they they'll they'll save your life, you know. So anyway, that's about all I got, Captain Mickey. That's all about right, all man. I got. All right. Well, hey, have thank a good you. Sunday, Dave. All right, buddy. See you. Happy all fun right. Sunday. All right. Thank you. All right, next up, let's go to Bill. Bill, good morning. You're on the outdoor show. Good morning, Ke- good morning, Captain Mickey. Uh, we're headed out to the big jetties in Port O'Connor, and I haven't fished there, so I was wondering if you could give me some tips on what to bait and how to rig it. And... Well, I mean, what are you fishing for? Anything? Well, well, we're we're going to go after some, you know, redfish and trout. Well. They've been doing uh, pretty good on, uh, you know, big reds. A lot of bull reds being caught, and they're using, like, cut mullet and stuff like that, you know, using, like, a Carolina rig. And, uh, you know, depending on, you know, you, you got so many variables, you know, fishing those jetties, what, you know, the wind direction and all that. And uh, usually on the inside of them with that southwest wind, it depends on how much swell is coming in offshore, how comfortable it'll be, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I I don't get a lot of jetty talk from Port O'Connor. I just know it from guys I know that uh, guide out there, and uh, they're doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Fish. Few trout, mostly redfish, drum. It, uh, so, so cut mullet. Shrimp. Yeah, cut mullet, uh, trout. I would use uh, live shrimp if you could get it, you know, okay. and fish for trout. You know, maybe try free shrimping or maybe a popping cork rig, something like that. And then, you know, redfish and fish, you know, like a Carolina rig, cut mullet. Yeah. Now, I understand our, there's our a, crack crab. I understand there's a pretty good current there sometimes. Is that there a- is. Yes, there is. There can be a good swell coming in there with the outgoing tide and the following sea. It'll uh, get pretty rough inside there. All right, man. Appreciate it. We'll give it a shot. All right. Be careful. All right. Good luck to you. All right. Bye-bye. Later.
All right, let's go to uh, Joe. You're up next. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Joe. You're on the outdoor show. How's it going, Mickey? Hey, there you are. Okay, what's up? Oh, not much. Not much. I'm going to let everybody know your snapper season is probably going to close the first week of August. Because I think AJ season's supposed to open up, and God forbid they'll have Snapper and AJ's together. <laughs> no, it's actually Snapper. They're supposed to run it longer this year, according to what I've heard. But you know that can all change. But yeah, uh, it's supposed to overlap pretty good, you know, with uh, AJ season too. Yeah, they'll say, "Oh man, we've caught too many Snapper." But we had most boats couldn't get out because it was too rough. <laughs> well, that's what Louisiana just did. Is uh, tomorrow they're changing theirs to you'll be able to keep four snapper, and uh, they well, did an emergency action because they're heading. The weather is not allowed anybody to catch any, any anywhere near their allotment. Well, we pretty much had the same weather here. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, first week was pretty good. And then after that, you might have had one or two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's what I say. And I ain't going out there unless it's slick calm. <laughs> yeah. I got too old to take a beat. I'm with you, man. After after all these years of nine, I, that's not for me anymore. I ain't that mad at them. Right. Uh, but uh, I didn't know they were supposed to extend it. I wish they'd extend Give us more fish. That's what they need to do is go to four like it used to be, oh, about uh, what, 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while. but I don't see that happening. Probably not. I, I don't see it, but, that, you know, there's plenty I, of them out there, though, from what I oh, hear. Oh, yeah. There's no shortage of them, none whatsoever. Yeah. It's plenty. I've had some people, one guy called and said, hey, you know, I go to my regular spots and there ain't no sniper there. And then I told him, I said, well, I heard tell that uh, old buddy and his buddies have hit some of these spots, you know, during the wintertime. So that's a good reason there wouldn't be too many snapper there. Well, yeah, and, it, you know, you got to get off the beaten path, fish new numbers, new wrecks, new structure. Yeah. Yeah, he bought a book, so I told him, I said, you know, go here, there, and there, and I, I said, I bet you'll find them. Yeah. I said, they're, they're still there. But, uh, you might have to go just a little bit farther out. But, uh. Anyway, that's all I have. Uh, you know, if anybody wants a book, uh, they can call me. I got a few left. I had Do you? updated some more, put some more numbers in there for bay boats. That people was asking me about that, and then uh, put some more numbers for Salvador Ridge, twenty-two and a half fathom rocks, a few others. All right. Well, hey, throw them a number out, bud. Nine seven nine nine two one five oh two nine. All right, Joe. Have a good Sunday, my friend. Okay, you too. See you now. All right. All right.
So uh, next up after the break, we'll have Big John, David, and Mike. You guys hang with me. I'll get to you right after the break. But first, I need to tell everyone about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. And if you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display, all their different size bottles and their regulators and diffusers. They refill bottles for you right there at the store. And if you're looking for some good wild-caught guff shrimp, Boyd's has always got them. No farm-raised at Boyd's. It's all wild-caught shrimp and great availability, great prices. And uh, check out their Cajun Grill next door. They serve really good food out of there. Check them out at boydsonestop.com, or you can call the store, 409-945-4001. And when you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old girlfriend. Saw her when she Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, final segment of the Sunday show. We do have some lines available if you care to give us a call, 713-572-4610. All right, uh, next up, Big John. Big John, good morning. How are you, man? Good morning. Have Mickey, this is a 60-year-old pup. 60-year-old pup. What's up, pup? <laughs> hey, man, I, I, I agree with what you were stating about uh, the size limit and everything. I understand yeah. what he was talking about. Four, uh, four across. Once they make it four across the board, specs between fifteen and twenty, maybe twenty-one. You know, and once they stop selling croakers for bait, croaker is a good fish. Let them fish grow up, man. That's uh, a good no, fish. Or, That's you know, good people fish don't feed. realize how uh, you know the deficit on our croaker fishery is too. You know, I mean. Really? You just, you uh, know, those good uh, Atlantic croaker runs we used to have, we just don't have them anymore because we just, oh, man, we just don't, don't have enough man, of them. Golden bull croakers, oh, uh, yeah. You know, 
I grew up eating those when I was little, man. You and me both. That, that was that's <laughs> that's probably as good a eating fish as a for a pan yeah. fish as there is out of salt water that in a whiting. You know, and you don't right. see those big blue right. whiting anymore like we used to have. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. I caught a big bull whiting on the uh, Galveston, uh, that rock there. I caught one. I mean, a nice one. I mean, I know he was by every bit about 18. 18, he was a big one. Thought it was a red. <laughs> but uh, that's, a, you know, four across the board. I, I can deal with that, you know. But make it all species, you know. And, but keep the limit on between the red, 20, 20, you know, 20 to 28, you know. Then one old guys, you know, but make it four. I think that'll balance it all pretty good. You know? Yeah, it, uh... but but you know, we, you know, guess what? Like I said, this TP and you know, Texas Park and Wildlife. We don't know nothing. You know, we we just a bunch of yeah, know? who are we? You know, we just <laughs> yeah. do it every day. We've been doing it all forever. You know, really job training. Yeah, we don't know nothing. <laughs> you, you don't have a you don't have an A and M degree on your wall in biology. Really? <laughs> Marine biology. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, yeah, uh, there, you know, just over the years, I just see mistakes that have been made that they, it's, they always wait too late to do anything instead of doing it ahead of time when you see it coming. And, mm-hmm. you know, we saw this coming years back when we started pulling all these floods and then we got the freezes and then finally, after everything's devastated, well, let's change. And uh, mm-hmm. too little, too late. But it's uh, let's just face it: these these certain species of fish get a ton of pressure. I mean, there it's just yep. relentless, day in and day out on these fish. They used to get the rest back in the day, but uh, you know, mm-hmm. fishing now is on the Texas coast. It's year round. I mean, it's not just a summer thing. It's winter, spring, summer, and fall, twenty-four-seven. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. you know, with the equipment better, and you know, with all the social media and networking and everything, these uh, these fish get hit hard. They get targeted. They, everybody knows where yeah. to go and what to throw. Just and it uh, it's it's taking its toll on our on our resource. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, my my uncle, my dad, my uncle Bubba said that years ago. He talked the same way y'all was talking. Mm-hmm. He said that they gonna before long they gonna cut all this out for yep. a while, you know. And and it's true. I I see it. It just slowly but surely, you know. Well, but kinda... you know, we can do we can do more for it. Also, you know, it takes us all too. Yeah, all yeah. of us, all the fishermen have to come together yeah. and agree on a on a happy medium there and uh, do the best yeah. they can and be good stewards of the sport. And that way everybody can catch them. I mean, because right. hey, it's tough right now on the whole coast. The average average guy or gal, you know, the average Joe is just, uh, they don't have the chance. You know, guides are out there every day, and but still they're struggling mm-hmm. too. I mean, if the limit was still ten, there wouldn't nobody catch a limit. I mean, nobody be catching limits, and uh, it's hard enough you know, to catch even, five. Even, 
Right, even five. That's not guaranteed. You ain't guaranteed to get five every season when you go out. The average catch I've been seeing up my way here lately, you know, if you got six or eight trout a day's fishing, you're doing good right now. And, yeah. Uh, and True. that's that's from pros. That's that's the guys that do it day in yeah. day out. Just think yeah. about the average weekend mm-hmm. warrior. I mean, he's he's not plugged in, and he doesn't no. have a magic connection no. that can put him right where he needs to be to catch the fish. And it, yeah, because fish move. Yeah, fish move. Yeah, fish move. They, do. they do. You can't guarantee to go to one spot. You don't find the coast. Five in one spot, and I guarantee you go back to that same spot. I guarantee you won't catch five again. Yeah, it, well, it won't happen. Way, we don't have these giant schools anymore, and you get these little pods in certain areas that, where these fish are living, and uh, you mm-hmm. beat on them enough, you catch them out. You can catch them up. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. true. But okay, Captain Mickey, happy All fun right, Sunday. John. Hey, good hear good. from you. All right, youngster. Sixty-year-old youngster. All right, man. Later. <laughs> All right. Next up, let's go to David. Good morning, David. You're on the outdoor show. Morning. Good morning, morning, Mickey. Good morning, sir. Hey, uh, it's this is kind of a late call, uh, but me and my two sons and three of their coworkers uh-huh. went to Venice in in March. We were going tuna and uh, wahoo. Right. Uh, they picked us up at 5 o'clock in the morning. We were fishing by 6. We had the first tuna by 6.15, and we caught wahoo like you would not believe. Awesome. They told us if we caught one wahoo, you're doing good. If you catch two, you're doing awesome. We caught 10, and they said that was unheard of. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. There was, yeah, there was nothing under 42 pounds of My the wahoo. Goodness. Boy, it was a, such an it was yeah, such an awesome a, trip, dude. That's big time. Yeah, we were done by noon. We went yeah. in at noon. Who'd we y'all finished. fish with? I can't remember the captain's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my sons had fished with them on two previous trips for uh, uh, tuna, mm-hmm. and uh, they did they've done awesome every time. That's good to hear. That was back yes, sir, in March. In March, yes, sir. Yeah, that's a good month for that if you get the weather right, yeah, you know. It was a blast. I mean, uh, I'm older. I'm 65. Uh, I hung two, two of them, but I couldn't get them in. They were <laughs> just too much for me. Wahoo. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but did it was ca- fun. Did you we, catch a big tuna? No, we uh, we caught two um, black fins. Okay, but yeah, the, uh, I was curious to see you know catch you on them about a one fifty in a in a yellow fin and, and live to tell about it. <laughs> yeah, what, I probably what a, wouldn't. Have, what a battle! Yeah, I old probably man. wouldn't. Have, <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't have even tried to reel that one. <laughs> I got you. Put it in the gunnel and and winch on it. <laughs> I give it to my. I pass it off to my kids. There you go. Several of them. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> okay, that was it. Uh, I've been meaning to call you, and I keep forgetting about it, but uh, that was such an awesome trip. All right, David. Sounds good, man. Good hearing from you. All right. All right, All Mickey. Right, have later. a good day. You too, sir. All right, later. All right. 
We still got, uh, we can get a few more lines. If you want to call in, we'd love to hear from you. 713-572-4610. That's 713-572-4610. All right, let's go to Mike. Mike, good morning. You're on the outdoor show. Morning, partner. How you doing? Hey, man, what's up? Quick question. You know, all the years that I've been listening to you, I I have never heard uh, two things come out of your show is, what is the state record on uh, trout now, and how close have you come to catching one? Well, I might have had a couple of opportunities over the years. I think one of them was in 89. I had a fish on on Dow's Reef on a uh, a smoked shrimp tail with a chartreuse tip on it. That'll my get mom it. And, my mom and daddy were with me, and... Uh, we had gone over to East Bay, and we, we went to Deep Reef, and we caught a few few big trout over there, but we'd gotten a bunch of reds. The redfish were just eating us up, and it was starting to get kind of hot on my mom. It was in the summertime, so we were going to come back. So we came back to Trinity Bay, and I said, man, let's make a loop across the deep end of Dallas, see if uh, any any fish are slicking on it. And we slid in there, and... and uh, I popped up about five or six spooks licks, and I put the troll motor down and eased in there behind them. We all threw out, and everybody hooked up on gap top. I go, oh, man, I'm on the <laughs> wrong end of these fish. So we got those nasty things off, and I got around to the front of them, and uh, sure enough, we all throw out, and everybody's got like a seven-pound trout on. So I slid oh, the anchor goodness. over, and we're sitting on them. And uh, I don't know, we caught three or four fish apiece. And then I hooked that big one. And, man, he was – he came to the top out there, and I saw that big old tail come up. It was like a wisp broom. I mean, this fish, <laughs> it it had that 34, 35-inch look. It was gliding. And I worked him in and got him around behind the boat and was bringing him down the starboard side. And my dad looked at me and said, this net is not big enough for that trout. Oh, <laughs> I Lord. Said, I said, just get his head in there and come on with him. And uh, right when I was bringing him down that side of the boat, he made one more run straight away from me and then just broke off. He had oh, sawed no. my leader in two. I was using like 30-pound mono leader under that, uh, you know, over that tail. And uh, he had uh, sawed the line in two with his teeth. I hooked him deep. And, um, I mean, I was sick. Absolutely what do you sick. Guess, what do you guesstimate? Man, Mike, it... <laughs> Well, it, at that time, that was the biggest trout I'd ever had on in my life, I can tell you that. That was in, uh, I think it was July of 89. And uh, I know that fish deep down, just to look at him, and my dad has seen a million big trout in his life, and that fish was anywhere from 33 to 35 inches long. I mean, it was it, it was huge. Well, and, double uh, digits. Oh, yeah, no doubt about that. And, um, then, uh, I think in 90, I think it was 96, my brother-in-law and I, Pete, were up in, uh, Jack's pocket. I had, uh, three guys in a follow boat follow me up there. They were fishing, uh, I think it was called the Noswad tournament or something like that then. And they, uh, they couldn't fish with a guide, but they, uh, asked me if they could, uh, follow me to where I was catching some pretty good trout. And I took them up in the pocket wade fishing. 
And I said, just stand on this ledge and throw mirror lures. I mean, we're we're catching like five and six and seven pound trout doing that. And uh, I kept looking in shallow. I kept hearing these mullet spray in there, these finger mullet crawling on top of the water. And I could see them wake up and a uh, big wake behind them. It was like one big fish pushing those finger mullet, chasing them. So I told Pete, I said, y'all, y'all stay out here and keep catching these. I'm going to go in there. It may be a redfish, but I, I got to go find out. And I uh, reached in my topwater box, and I put on a uh, man dancer topwater. It looks like a mullet, real yeah. pretty bait. You know, we used to throw them back then, back with the jumping minnows and stuff. And uh, I eased in there, and I'm walking and following this fish. I can see him pushing that bait. He never was catching it or slurping on top, but he was he was sprinkling those finger mullet up, running them. And uh, I don't know, I threw at that fish probably 30 or 40 minutes. I mean, it was a long time. I spent a lot of time in there chasing around. Well, I finally hooked that fish. I mean, he smoked that top water. And I hooked him in the top of the head. He he hit it so hard and come up so violent on it, I didn't get him in the mouth. He was hooked in the top of the head. And when I saw that, I went ahead and backed off my drag and, and didn't want to put a lot of pressure. I didn't want to rip those hooks out of the top of his head. And I, yeah. I piddled with that fish for about three minutes, I guess. And then he started walking back and forth, that glide back and forth, left to right, uh-huh. as I'd reel him towards me. And that right there, if that fish wasn't three feet long, <laughs> I'm lying. You know, it, it was just absolutely huge. It was a huge speckled trout and just uh, one of those heart stoppers. I mean, my heart was in my throat. And, and you know, I've caught a lot of big fish over the years, but that one right there just it did something to me that uh, – I can still feel the feeling right now talking about it. And uh, that water was real pristine and clear in there over that grass. And, and that fish, he glided one more time to the right, and those hooks just pulled out. That lure just flew up in the air. He was on top. He was wore out. I wore him down. He was mine if I could have got my hands on him. And Man, uh, you wake up in a cold sweat from that kind of dream. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, man. I... uh I didn't sleep good for about six months. I, I, I had nightmares about that fish. I mean, that was a career fish right there. That was legit. That was, oh, uh, man. that was, that's what you dream about. That's what you fish for. And that's, that's what you look for. And, uh, that fish took my breath away, man. What's the state record now? I think it's 15 something. A guy good caught Lord. it on a fly rod or maybe 16, whatever. You know, Jim Wallace had, the state record uh, for all those years he caught down in Baffin, and it was thirteen eleven or something, you know, like that that he caught on a corky. And uh, this guy caught it on a fly rod, took a picture of it, measured it, and then threw it back, and then TPNW certified it. I mean, not me. I would have never thrown that fish back. That fish would have been dead meat. It would have gone to the scales <laughs> and got legitimately weighed. You know, on a certified scale and everything. But uh, well, partner, you put a, you sure put a smile on my face. I, I tell you what, it makes you want to go fishing right now, don't it? Well, yeah, it, do, it does, and it doesn't well with this weather pattern we're in right now, and it's hot, and uh, there's not what I'd call a whole lot of big fish anymore like there used to be. But uh, I mean, it just that that's what kept me going was knowing I, I had you. a shot at a fish like that. Every time I went, 
at least, you know, a shot at a seven or eight pounder every time I went fishing. And, you know, those days are gone. It's hard to stay fired. It's kind of like you've driven a, a Ferrari all your life, and then you have to jump into a Volkswagen. <laughs> That's kind of the way it is right now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to get a chance to bust a few shells open season? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we're all looking forward to hunting season. It's right around the corner. won't be long. We'll be burning powder on birds, and then uh, here comes deer season. Nothing like bacon. Uh, bacon on a on a uh, dove on a grill, ba- is there? Bacon wrapped jalapeno doves, baby. I'm telling you, that's all poppers. I got. Have a, have a good one. All right, Mike. Good talking to you. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. See you. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, no more callers. Let me refresh my screen just to make sure. But I think we're caught up for the day on this open line fun Sunday. It was a good show. I enjoyed it. And uh, a lot of good conversation, nice callers, as always. But anyway, well, I'm going to enjoy my next three days off, but I'll be back here Thursday morning, bright and early, here at the Outdoor Show, Sports Radio 610, KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.